This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Welcome all my fellow MAGA Force extremists to the RBFTT podcast. Rangers Battlefield for the Truth. This episode 44 is being recorded on Sunday, September 11th, 2022 at 13:30. That's 1:30 p.m. non-military time here in my birth state of Arizona. Would you like to stay updated and on new episodes being dropped on Spotify and Anchor? How about staying up to date with current news and memes and other great content? Then follow me on Instagram at podcast underscore RBFTT, all lowercase. Again, it's all lowercase podcast underscore RBFTT. Also, if you'd like to make a donation to the podcast, you can do so on the link provided on Spotify and or Anchor. In this episode, I will discuss the next planned crisis. Climate change. This story comes up, they're going to latch on to it. They've already announced in our office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate, um, uh, climate like global warming, and like that's going to be our next like um, I don't know like it's our it's going to be our focus like uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling it's just going to be like constantly showing videos of like decline and ice and weather warming up and like the effects it's having on the economy and, and really talking about the head of the network like just who's that? Is that Zucker? Zucker, yeah. I imagine that he's got his council and they've all like discussed like where they think um So that's like the next pandemic like story like that will yeah that will will be to death. But that one's got longevity. You know what I mean? It's not like there's a definitive ending to the pandemic or, you know, like, it'll taper off to a point that it's you know, not a problem anymore. Climate thing's going to take years, so they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit. Now, what you just heard was a sound clip from last year where Project Veritas 
got someone who was working uh, a higher up from CNN to admit that climate change will be the next thing at once COVID is done. Now, that was back in 2021. So, obviously, if you have been paying attention, you have noticed that since then, you have seen a lot more climate change being pushed, a lot more climate change propaganda being pushed. These people obviously don't give a shit. CNN doesn't give a shit that that, that, that that this was exposed. Why? Because it's part of their part of their plan. They're being told to do this. So they're not just gonna stop because Project Veritas gets you know some leaked information here. No, they're continuing with the plan. And you have to understand that this is, and this is why I called this episode, <clears throat> the climate change plan-demic. Because this is the new, climate change is the new pandemic. The new epidemic. This is planned. And make no mistake about it, it's a total hoax. This is from the Epoch Times. This article was back on September 13th of 2020. California Gavin Newsom <clears throat> says, quote, I quite literally have no patience for climate change deniers. And there's a picture of him uh, during the wildfires of 2020. There's a picture of him at a wooden table. Everything was burned down, but somehow a wooden table, uh, you know, for him to sit at, you know, is all of a sudden just there. That's not staged, right? And he's, you know, taking a photo op of him in the middle of a fucking burned area signing a bill. It's just completely staged. Total propaganda. Now, I read this from 2020 because... of what everyone keeps saying about this climate change deniers oh you're a climate change denier think about think about that statement for a second the you're a climate change denier now why change it from because they had a, a global warming why change it from global warming to all of a sudden climate change. Well, because there's a lot of portions of the world that aren't really warming up. So, and people were starting to debunk the global warming. 
So what do they do? Let's do climate change. Well, the climate's changing every day. Anybody can, anybody with half a brain can understand that. The climate, our climate is changing right now as I'm speaking. Every second of each day, of each month, of each year. It'll never stop <clears throat> until the day the earth explodes. So why climate change denier? Well, it's the same thing that the government used when people were, were, were talking too much, questioning too much about the, uh, how John F. Kennedy was assassinated, right? That's where the term conspiracy theorist really came from, um, you know, really got its name because the government didn't want people questioning this. So they say, hey, anybody questioning this? You're a nut job. You're a conspiracy theorist. Right? That's anybody, anybody, anytime anybody says you're a conspiracy, what is a conspiracy theorist? It's just somebody who's questioning the main narrative, whatever that is. That it's just whatever the main narrative is, you're questioning it. That's it. All of a sudden, you're a conspiracy theorist, and you questioning things is is bad. That's what they're saying when you're a conspiracy theorist, is that you are a bad person because you're questioning things. Just like with Black Lives Matter. Right? There's a reason why that name was chosen. Black Lives Matter. Well, no fucking shit. Of course Black Lives Matter. What but but why do you think they hated it when people came out and said all lives matter? Even though that clearly makes sense, all lives do matter, including black lives, including white lives and you know, Hispanic lives, whatever. But they hated all lives matter. Because all lives matter kind of contradicted what why they were using Black Lives Matter. Because if you questioned the B, the BLM organization, if you questioned the rioting, if you questioned the looting, they would come over and say, or if you didn't post a little stupid little black square on your fucking Instagram, it was, oh, you're you don't think black lives matter? You you you're a racist. You think that it was that George Floyd deserved, and you don't uh, to have it, to get killed, and and you think it's it's that the police did the right thing by kneeling on his neck, which is completely not true. It's like no, I completely disagree with that. I have got my own issues with the PD, with the police, but you know that's how they get you. It's again. You're questioning their organization, so they turn like their motto around, Black Lives Matter, against you. Same thing with, oh, you're an anti-masker? Or, or you don't believe you're anti-COVID? You don't believe that COVID exists? No, I, I, I honestly, I, I haven't met or I haven't even heard 
of a single person. I don't know where that even came from. I don't even know a single person, not even Alex Jones said COVID doesn't exist. Even Alex Jones has been adamant about since day one, since if you've been watching his fucking uh, episodes since day one, he's even come out and said, this is the real deal. This is, you know, um, I mean, of course, obviously it's all planned by the government and released on purpose, but COVID is real. It's a bioweapon. But see, they say these little things to get you to not be taken seriously. Oh, you're an anti-masker? No, I just don't want to wear a fucking mask. Oh, you're anti-vaxxer? No, I've had the flu shot. I've had eight fuck. I mean, I wouldn't go back and do it again and take eight shots while I was in the fucking military, but... You know, hey, that's, I didn't, you know, back then I didn't really have a fucking choice. But I've had vaccines before. No, I'm just anti-COVID vaccine. But see, it's anti-vaxxer. It's like, it's meant to discredit you of everything. It's meant to shun you from society, to shut, to have everybody say, oh, yeah, see, he's an anti-vaxxer. See, he's anti-BLM. See, he's anti-masker. Oh, it was the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, with 9-11. Anybody who was against that war, you're a fucking nut job. You're a piece of shit. You're anti-patriotic. Same thing. And now you have the new thing, climate change denier. This is the new this is the new pandemic. This is what they are going to use to implement new COVID lockdowns and um, the 2030 agenda. But this is nothing new, though. See, this is nothing new. This article from the Epoch Times. This is from October 23rd, 2019. Second round of power outages underway in California amid amid fire fears. The state's largest utility began another widespread blackout Wednesday that could affect hundreds of thousands of people as dangerous wildfire returns to California. 2020, California governor warns of power outages as heat wave projected to intensify. And again, in 2021... And now, in 2022, widespread outages across California's Bay Area after emergency is declared. On and on and on. It's every fucking year that they're having outages. And honestly, California doesn't even get, if you think about it, it doesn't even get that hot. I've been in California before. Obviously, I've lived there. This whole heat wave thing. There's plenty of energy to go around. It's just getting you used to, oh, the day that we have a climate lockdown. The day that they say, hey, you can't have power today. Sorry, it's for the climate. You know, oh, sorry, on Sundays, no power Sundays. Oh, no driving Tuesdays. Can't drive on Tuesdays, take the bus or walk. 
or it'll just be like a national day off or some shit for climate day. And what are people doing? The, the multiple states, according to the Epoch Times here, more states moving toward banning gas-powered vehicles. That's the that's the way they're fighting this, the climate change. See, oh, okay, well, hey, you know, uh, by 20, 2035, multiple states, including California, will move towards banning uh, gas-powered cars, and we're all going to have electric cars. I don't know how everyone's going to afford sixty thousand uh, dollars for for you know the new electric car, <clears throat> but that is the plan. New York, Massachusetts, Vermont, Maine, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Washington, Oregon, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, Colorado, Minnesota, Nevada, Virginia, and New Mexico have all chosen to opt into California standards instead of the federal requirement. Of course, obviously, all of them are Democrat states. Now, how's this going, though? So, so if we're all moving to electric, by 2035, electric vehicles. That means that we shouldn't have any. I mean, California, according to California, they're like the leading innovators of, of. Uh, I mean, they're they're leading the way with with uh, solar panels and and wind turbines. I mean, they're they're leading the way. So, why do they continue to have? Power outages. When here in when here in Arizona, it's funny because in California, like oh my god, it's like 85, 90 degrees. You know, oh my god, it's hundred degrees. Back in like you know El Cajon's, uh, uh California, which is near San Diego, it's hundred degrees. It's like yo, it's like all throughout the summer here in Arizona, it gets up to like 110, 115. And people are blasting their fucking ACs all day. All day. There's misters that, that restaurants and like businesses have where all day they're just spraying basically water through a fan. But we're not having any blackouts. Because... States like California, they're the pilot program of what's of what they're trying to roll out to the entire country. See, now you'd figure, oh, if you have electric cars, <clears throat> you have more wind turbines that that that, that there's not going to be any power outages. That, that, that this isn't going to be a concern in the future. Not so much, though. According to the Epoch Times, and this was from about a week ago, California extends flex alert, warns drivers not to charge electric cars. Authorities in California extend a flex alert telling residents to conserve energy, including not charging their electric vehicles on Sunday afternoon and evening. The alert has been in effect for several days in the midst of a heat wave that is slated to last through Labor Day. Residents are urged to set their thermostats to 78 degrees or uh, Fahrenheit or higher 
avoid using major appliances, and avoid charging electric vehicles and turning off unnecessary lights. But I thought that the electric cars were supposed to help this. If we're already using too much energy now, what's going to happen if majority, let's just say California, majority of California is driving around in fucking electric cars? And where do you think all that energy has to come from to, to charge the vehicles? The energy has to come from fucking somewhere. See, but it's not meant to make fucking sense. It's not meant to make fucking sense. It's not meant to make fucking sense. It's supposed to be laughable. It's supposed to be a fucking clown world. Because you are not meant to drive these electric cars. When they say, hey, get, we need to you know, go to the electric cars and all this other shit. When they're talking about climate change and moving towards sustainable energy. They're not talking about fucking you. They're talking about them. They're talking about what they're really saying. Translation is, hey guys, um, in our opinion, we think there's too many of you. And uh, quite honestly, we're tired of seeing you around. So we need to get rid of like half of you and then the other half. Um, yeah, we're just going to need you to stay in your fucking house. Um, we'll tell you when, when you need to go to work and how long you're going to go to work. Um, we'll tell you the jobs you're going to fucking do. Um, we'll tell you what to eat and when to eat. Um, and, uh, well, you know, you're not going to drive. We'll provide the transportation for you. Uh, basically we just don't want you to fucking live. We're going to create a whole new surf system where you all bow down to us. That's why I don't know if you know, if you haven't heard of the, the Google camps or where all like celebrities and people fucking go there to talk about fucking, I don't know, world fucking events or whatever the fuck. Where, uh, you know, I'm probably have orgies and, orgies and shit over there. Uh, or or the, the, the G uh, summits where all the world leaders go to talk about important issues and shit. Or more, more than likely climate change. Like, you know, that's what they do at Google fucking um, the Google camps also. I think it's, uh, it's located in Italy, I believe. And how do they all get there? And I'm not saying they got to walk, but it's like they're not flying coach people. There's an article out, I don't have it pulled up, but back from 2019 uh, where it was like, why the, why celebrities flying private jets and, 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 and attending in yachts is not a bad thing for climate change. That was the story headline because all of them were there to talk about climate, but they all arrived in their own private jets and their mega yachts. But see, 
it's okay for them because they're important. For me, you know, it's okay to to water the fuck out of a golf course because that's where important people go to have fun. See. But God forbid if I take a 15 minute fucking shower. No, 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 no. I need to I need to put that down to 2 minutes. Because, see, I'm not important. I'm a useless piece of shit. I'm a useless eater. I was going to read this. Um, you know, before we get into this one, the Energy Transition, a Dangerous Delusion report. I'll read a little bit from this. Um, I want to play a few sound clips. One is of uh, the Gavin Newsom talking about Flex Alert and, and uh, talking about how Californians can do it again. They can rise up to the challenge that they apparently have to fucking rise up to the challenge every fucking year. Uh, and then uh, there's another s- small sound clip of, of a Europe representative talking about, I'm not fucking with you. Flattening the curve with climate with the climate change crisis. She actually said, "Flattening the curve." You can't make this shit up, folks. So we're gonna play those two, and then we'll get into um, a little more articles. California and many other Western states are experiencing simply unprecedented temperatures. In fact, this heat wave is on track to be both the hottest and the longest on record for the state and many parts of the West for the month of September. Californians, you've stepped up to help in a big way to keep the lights on so far, but we're heading, we're heading to the worst part of this heat wave and the risk for outages is real and it's immediate. These triple digit temperatures throughout much of our state are are leading, not surprisingly, to record demand on the energy grid. Everyone has to do their part to help step up for just a few more days. Individuals, the state, industries, business, all doing their part to help reduce strain on the grid. Now, here's specifically what you can do in the early morning hours, particularly tomorrow, the next day or so, pre-cool your home. Run your air conditioning earlier in the day when more power is available. And we encourage you to close your windows and blinds to keep your home cool as well. And today and tomorrow afternoon after 4 p.m., in particular 4 p.m., please turn your thermostat up to 78 degrees or higher and avoid to the extent possible using any really large appliances. You can visit flexalert.org to learn more about what you can do. Californians, you've rallied before and we can do it again. Keep it up. And this is what is expensive, because in these peak demands, the expensive gas comes into the market. So what we have to do is flatten the curve and uh, avoid the peak demands. We will propose a mandatory target for reducing electricity use at peak hours, and we will work very closely with the member states to achieve this. Now, this article from the Epoch Times, Energy Transition, a Dangerous Delusion. 
This article is on September 8th, 2022. On August 30th, an, sorry, an August 30th report argues that the idea of totally transitioning from fossil fuels is a dangerous delusion. While noting that electric vehicles, solar panels, and wind turbines have all significantly significantly improved in recent years, uh, Mills, who is, sorry, I forgot to, to mention his name, um, authored, is Mark Mills is a conservative Manhattan Institute. Um, yeah, he's, he's studied this kind of thing. Sorry. Uh, continuing. Mills highlights barriers that impede a complete departure from hydrocarbons. Raw materials posed one fundamental challenge, citing a May 2021 analysis from the International Energy Agency, the IEA. Mills argued that any sweeping energy transition would require a massive increase in supplies of various minerals. The supply of lithium, for example, would need to rise by 4,200%. IEE projections cited in the report suggest that rising commodity prices could drive up the prices of batteries, wind turbines, and solar panels. Electric vehicle prices have already increased thanks to the increasing cost of raw materials. So, and then that, that's another thing too. I know we spoke on a little bit, um, you know, obviously earlier in the episode of not only does most of this this shit not work, but there's not enough of it to use for full-time energy. There's not even enough uh, of, of, of this uh, other sustainable energy, the wind turbines, electrical, like there's not even enough to to use for part-time energy in this country. It doesn't even, uh, do you know any fucking wind turbines and solar panels you'll need to just keep one city functioning? Not even a large city. And all the solar panels, um, their issue is that if you put them out into extreme heat, like you can't put them out in the, in the desert really uh, because they, they, they tend to catch fucking fire. And also a lot of these fucking, uh, this, this solar panels and shit, they're, they're made of like lead and other materials that are not sustainable. that are not recyclable. Same thing with these wind turbines, all the lithium batteries, like all that shit, all the lithium batteries and shit, like that's just not recyclable. And all that, like, where do you think we're going to get all these raw materials from? We're gonna, we we can't get them from Afghanistan because China's getting them from Afghanistan now. As they, uh, I think it was about a week ago, two weeks ago, they um, they made a deal with the Taliban, and now they're getting all the resources and they're building the fucking military base over there. That's another story. We would have to get all of, all those rare resources from China because China has all of it. And we're currently right now, a lot of corporations like Tesla and shit are getting all the, all this lithium from South Africa. 
where they use African fucking children to mine with their bare hands the lithium that, that, that you need for batteries. So you want to talk about fucking climate change and, and, and doing your part for the world. Is it worth basically having a bunch of African children? Um, you know, risk their lives for your fucking um, electric car battery? I like to have somebody who's really into that answer me that who's really into climate change and <clears throat> doing their part by driving an electric vehicle. How do they feel about that? About using uh, black people to get their batteries. Basically modern day slavery. I'd like them to answer that question. That'd be kind of awkward for them to answer. But see, you're not supposed to talk about any of that. You're not supposed to question any of that. Because you're a climate change denier. And and how are they gonna make how are they gonna make sure? That you shut your fucking mouth. How are they going to make sure, just like what they did with COVID, how, how are they going to make sure that 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 they censor you? Well, this is from the Epoch Times. I'm not going to read the entire article. It's a lengthy article. Um, but you, United Nations Education Agency launches war on conspiracy theories. The United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Culture Organization, better known by its acronym um, UNESCO, UNESCO, I guess that's what it's called, um, is training and recruiting teachers as a part of its global effort to combat what it considers problematic information and ideas. It's escalating its global war on ideas and information it considers to be information and conspiracy theories. They also, uh, and I'll just read just parts of their article from here and there, so forgive me if it kind of sounds out of place. They also reduce trust in public institutions and scientific institutions, which can drive people to violence or decrease their desire to, re quote, reduce their carbon footprint, UN officials argued in the document. Examples of conspiracy theories cited in, in, in the report include everything from widely held and respectable beliefs such as climate change denial and manipulation of federal elections in the United States to far-fetched notions such as Earth is flat or Michelle Obama is actually a lizard. The United Nations um, Education Agency joins a censorship cartel that now includes the European Union, the U.S. government, the World Economic Forum, social media giants like Facebook and Twitter, and notably Google. Um, anyone who does not parrot the globalist narrative is by default considered to be a conspiracy theorist. So... As I've said many times, 
This is in, we are in an information war. Clearly. They're getting that they're getting ready. The COVID war, that's over. We're still currently in the vaccine war. The vaccine information war. That too will soon be over. As they'll just bypass it. Which is why I continue to print out. I've got hundreds of fucking articles here that I've printed out that that I'm saving. Because I truly believe that they're going to delete all this information one day. Folks, they're gearing up for the next information war. They're gearing up for the climate change war. That's what they're gearing up for. And how are you going to deal with it? How are most people going to fucking deal with uh, climate change, the climate change crisis, uh, the 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 new pandemic of climate change how how are they going to deal with uh with anyone calling uh you know saying hey if you disagree with us you're a climate change denier how are they going to deal with the fear of climate change well how did everyone deal with the the covid fear with the covid test because Make no mistake, that was a test, folks. The government ran a massive test to see how you would react against your fellow citizens, your neighbor, your friend, your family member, with masking, with lockdowns, with vaccines. How... How did that go? How did that experiment go? Do you guys know that they ran a test on you to figure out if you would be okay with them killing your fellow countrymen in front of you? <laughs> Let's see if you passed. How'd you respond to this? For Crowder, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. Did you pass? Did you laugh like those people about watching somebody die in front of you because they didn't comply with the government? About something that the government has now changed their stance on? Just let this marinate a sec. That is some evil shit you did. You thought. You felt. You agreed with. Yikes. You know, if they made you that afraid the first time, they can make you that afraid again. So maybe next time, don't let your fear be a reason to advocate for people to die. How about that? Is that a fair conclusion to come to? We good? I mean, isn't that just like a perfect way to say it? Perfectly put. If they can get you to go against your own friends, your own family with Black Lives Matter, 
that bullshit, that terrorist of an organization. But they can create a race war with that. And then with, with COVID, they can separate family and friends with because you're an anti-mask, something simple as a mask, or demonize you because you don't want to be part part of the vaccine cult. And make no mistake about it, it is the vaccine cult. What else do you think they could do? What else? They did it back in even in 9-11. Remember when they demonized an entire fucking religious group? And they said, if you don't think Islamist people of, of Islam are fucking evil, then you're unpatriotic. If you don't think our, our invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan is, you know, is worth you sending your your child over to die, then you're unpatriotic. They got millions of people to demonize the unvaccinated. Still do, to this day. What do you think they could do when they say the world is in danger? from climate change. What do you think they could do by saying, hey, this person right here, this climate change denier, yeah, you can blame him or her for why your power's out, for why you don't get to eat meat today because the cows are farting too much. You, You need to blame them for why you need to stay in your house for climate lockdowns. You need to blame them for why you can't drive today. Is there a climate change denier? You don't think they could do that again? Folks, this right here. That's why I say this is the next pandemic. They've seen what they can do with COVID and what you're willing to do. What rights you're willing to, uh, what freedoms you're willing to give up in order to feel safe. In order to, you know, not be shunned from society. To, quote, go back to normal. It's coming, folks. It's coming. And you need to, we need to spread this fucking shit, this information now. Get a head start on it. Because they're going to start demonizing climate change deniers like they demonize the unvaccinated. Like they demonize people who uh, support Trump. Listen, 
as we finish up this episode, I'm literally, it's Sunday. It's week one of the 2022 NFL season today. Or at least the weekend. I've taken, if you have, if you don't know, I've taken the past two years off since 2020 from sports from the NFL. I've tried to dabble in it here and there, but it's, it's I've taken a large break from it. Used to be a big time Cardinals fan, and you know I'm kind of a Houston Texans fan now. I'm just trying to switch up teams. I'm trying, I'm just trying to do anything to kind of get back into it entertainment purposes, but I mean, here I am doing a podcast, doing another episode, doing research. Why? Do you not think that I would love to be at a bar right now watching football mindlessly drinking eating nachos fuck out yeah, but as much as I'm trying to get slowly back into the NFL and sports I, you know I've re- I tried doing it with the NFL draft this past April and Honestly, I didn't watch one single fucking preseason game. I didn't really care. I kind of followed the Houston Texans on, and I'm I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But uh, it's just uh, I'll never be into sports the way I once was. Like me before 2020, I would never miss the first game, which is like Thursday of the NFL season. Much less the first weekend of football. But that's a life I I realize I'll never live again. Like today, that, you know, I woke up at noon because, you know, I was working till 3 a.m. at my other fucking job. Um, But even then, that wouldn't have stopped me from waking up early enough to go to a bar at 10 a.m. and catch the games. I just realized I'm like, it's just not important anymore. That shit's not important. Sure, I can try to get back into it a little bit just for entertainment purposes to have other shit to talk about, I guess. But again, it's a life I'll never, I realize I'll never live again. Like, it's funny because as I scroll through, because I, I have the Bleacher Report app and I'm checking the scores and stuff. And honestly, I don't even know what teams, who won the first morning games. I know the Texans lost against the Colts in overtime. But I'm, I'm checking that and using them like, fuck, you know, what if my favorite team lost? And I'm, I'm reading all the comments and shit from other people and, they're so fucking angry and I'm just look reading them like, damn, 
Like, this is how I was. This is how I fucking was with football. <laughs> I'd get this fucking mad over it. Like, who cares? I just looked at the score and I was like, honestly, two, three years ago, I would have fucking been pissed off. It would have like ruined my whole day. Honest to God. But now, like today, I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay. Texans lost. Literally has no effect at all. That's how it should be. It should be, hey, I'm going to watch this game or I'm going to keep up with it for entertainment purposes. Cool. Okay. You know, get my mind off of other things for a little while. But it's sports shouldn't be something that where you get fucking mad over like that. It's not supposed to ruin your whole fucking day if your team loses. Now, why? What? Why am I like that now? Because after COVID, the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the vaccine mandates, the summer riots of 2020, law enforcement doing nothing against Black Lives Matter and Antifa, but. They'll arrest anti-maskers and the unvaccinated, and 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 they'll they'll show up and force to people trying to keep their fucking business open during lockdowns. Stormal election of twenty twenty that no one can talk about. I can never go back to normal. People ask me, "Oh, you're you're really into this shit, huh, man? You're you're deep." Damn right, I'm fucking deep. But you know what? You know what's funny is, man, you're deep in this. That's like that's the equivalent of someone saying, uh, you know, oh man, I need to go on a diet. What do you mean you need to go on a diet? Like, how about just, hey, I need to eat healthier. Like, it, it shouldn't be out of the norm. And that's how I look at people when they go when they go, oh man you're you're into this deep huh you conspiracy theory stuff I'm like no nah, man I'm just I'm into reality I mean this is this is the real world this is what's happening you know I can't spend every waking moment watching baseball basketball football and just 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 making my rounds of each fucking sport throughout the year. You know, spending fucking 50 bucks a week on nachos and beer to fucking watch football. It's, it's honest to God, it's both a curse and a gift. Because as I truly enjoy being awake, I understand why some people choose to remain ignorant and blissfully unaware of what is happening to them. But I don't regret my new life. Because whether it's 9-11, COVID masks, vaccines, elections, January 6th, uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict, or now the climate change. One thing is for certain, the government will always have loyal, loyal sheep at their disposal. And it's our job, the awakened ones, to keep fighting in the information war against the corrupt government, against... What you know, I was just literally reading the other, just a little while ago, the United Nations Education Agency. 
pharmaceutical companies, big tech, mass media, they all know it's an information war. That's what most people don't understand. They know, look, they, I mean, they even said it. I'll read the fucking article again. A global war on idea on ideas and information it considers to be misinformation and conspiracy theories. Th- they know it's a fucking war. And we better get fucking on track. Because if we don't continue to fight this, it's over, folks. It's over. I'm going to leave you with this. It's a sound clip basically kind of explaining what is happening to the unawakened and, and, and how we can all continue to fight back. Um, but one piece of the clip that you'll hear, I found pretty strong is he says one person can do nothing, but an educated nation can do much. And that's so true. Me by myself. I, and I know a lot of times we get bogged down. We're like, man, there's, what can I do? I'm just one person or whatever, you know, against this whole government and pharmaceutical. Like there's, they're so massive that it's, how can we fight against that? You can't, you can't fight against it by yourself, but you taking, for instance, me taking this information or people like Alex Jones or, when Joe Rogan does has some of his good episodes, you know, are there doctors and scientists coming out with that, with their information, whatever it is, me taking it, sharing it, someone else hearing it, sharing it. And all of a sudden you have one or two hundreds, thousands, millions of people sharing the information and, and, and knowing what's going on. Now you have, a nation that potentially, hopefully knows that the mistakes that, that, that were made in COVID and hopefully in the future, sooner rather than later, understand this whole climate change is a fucking is bullshit. It's a hoax. But none of that's going to happen if we don't share this information, we don't continue to fight this information war. I'm going to leave you with that clip, but again, thanks for listening to another episode of the RBFTT podcast. And again, follow me on Instagram, uh, it's podcast underscore RBFTT. Uh, Again, feel free to make a donation if if you want to with the link on Spotify and Anchor. So take care, guys. is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, 
television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives. And after all, what can one person do about it? One person can do nothing. But a nation educated can do much.